Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, hello. Yo, yo, yo. We're back. Yes. Uh, Every week. Every week. Mm-hmm. For the most part, except when it's getting good to Alan. You know, we decide to kick it a little bit. Yeah, but we are back. Um, school's in session now. Mm-hmm. Folks are going back to school. Yep. How you feeling? Try not to cry. Yeah. So Alan, as you guys know, has a high school senior who is now emerging into a college freshman. And so he's leaving home, thankfully not going too far. But um, Alan officially has a college student and is, you know, doing the drop off and all that. Yeah, this weekend. Yeah. This weekend, yo. You okay? No. (laughs) No. Any parent out there who's dropped off a kid or about to drop off a kid, like, we are not okay. Yeah. Do you remember now? Does it feel differently now when you think about when your parents dropped you off at college? Because you probably were like, all right, bye. Yeah. No, I was ready to roll. Like, I, I valued independence. Like, I couldn't wait to get out of my parents' Now house. you know how they were feeling. Yeah. Nah, but my son's different. You know, he's a nice kid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. Okay. Well, we're back. It is the end of August. We are going into September. That means a lot of things. Summer's not over just yet, but it's, you know, they kind of say, like, once Labor Day hits, that's kind of it. How was your summer? You have a good summer? Um, I had a good summer. I had a different summer. I had a unique summer. Yeah. That's the best way to describe it. What kind it. of girl summer was it? <laughs> oh, it definitely wasn't a hot girl summer. I tell you, I was promising y'all a hot girl summer. I just knew I was going to have a hot girl summer. This is probably the coldest summer I've ever had. <laughs> the coolest summer, the cool girl summer of all summers. Okay. So, so that's good. Congratulations. No, not congratulations. I definitely didn't make it to the streets the way that I had planned. Um, I didn't even make it to the curb. <laughs> so but that's where you that's where you live, though. That's where you need to be. In on a on a in oh, house on the steps. Cold cold girls uh time. <laughs> CGT. <laughs> yeah, it's a good summer for me. Yeah. yeah. I got a lot of chill time, man. I got, I had COVID like a couple weeks ago, and that sidelined me right after getting back from vacation. So, you know, sometimes the Lord's gonna slow us down. Yeah, hopefully not by COVID, but yeah. we're here now. So we've got something to talk about. Okay. That's interesting and unique. Yeah. Uh, you know. First. Um, I don't know if it's an announcement. Maybe it's an announcement. Maybe. Who knows? Um, but I'm moving. Yeah. I Companies. Am... Um, no, I'm not. Here to elaborate. <laughs> like, it's something I need to know. Nope. Not moving companies. Still with Momentum. Podcast. Still on the podcast. Still doing zips. We've been uh, kind of like road testing this this summer, right? We've tested what it's like for us to work in different spaces, do podcasts from different spaces. Um, but I'm moving. Um, and so today we're talking about like all the things you need to consider to move. Wait, what? 
all the things. Wait, no, no. You're moving. Oh my gosh, Alan. What? Where are you moving? Alan knows that I'm moving. We've talked no, about this. I'm always the last to know. You're definitely- Where the hell are you moving? So I'm moving to Washington, D.C. Really? Chocolate City. Our nation's capital. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Approved. <laughs> Not that I needed you to approve it, yeah, but approve. um, just trying something different. It's a variety of reasons for a move. And then transferred. Like, what? what? What's Perfect. going on? I transferred myself. <laughs> I'm a transfer myself. Um, but you guys know, like, I always, I've always had an affinity for the DMV area. Um, it's always been a place that I've wanted to own real estate. Not that that's why I'm moving just yet, but there's a variety of reasons why I'm moving. And I will also say, like, you guys have been on this journey with us. But the passing of my father, it's just changed my perspective on things. Um, it's changed my willingness to kind of do things differently. Um, I also highlighted that I'm in a relationship now and that has an impact as well. Um, so I'm moving to DC. Okay. And so with that, right, first things first, y'all might not know this. I'm a professional mover. I have moved so many different times in my life. I definitely understand like all the economics and all the things around moving, but we need to talk about how to move responsibly, how to be financially responsible if you're going to move states. And I don't mean up the street. We mean like, are you leaving the state, the coast, the country? If you are, there's a variety of things that you really need to think about. But low key, even moving around the corner is tragic. It's not tragic. I'm saying like, it's a lot. And it was a lot. Like, it was a lot. Yeah. Like, it's expensive. It takes a lot of time. There's a lot of things you don't think about. You gotta plan it. So yeah, yeah not everybody's moving to Washington, DC, but some people might be moving down the street and need the show just as well. Yeah. The real question is, are you gonna come visit? Well, I'm in DC all the time. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll see you at least once a month. You'll see me at least once a month. So that's the other thing. We have all we always spend a lot of time in the DMV area. As you guys know, we own a variety of businesses in the area. And so it is also great for business and something that we're looking forward to. Um, and nothing will change. Uh momentum will be momentum. Tiffany will be Tiffany at momentum. The podcast will be the podcast. Business will be business. And honestly, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this could advance and grow the business. Okay. Approved. Oh, oh my God. Please know that Alan doesn't approve. He doesn't have approval well, I rights. I did, though. So. Okay. Not really. So things to consider when you're moving. First things first. Some of these things are going to be captain obvious, but there are other things that I think we're going to touch on that you really don't think about. You need to understand your current monthly expenses. Before you even decide to move, there's a variety of reasons why people move. Whether it's just, I'm just sick of this place. Maybe you're going through a divorce. Maybe you are moving for a relationship. Maybe you just want to change a scenery. Maybe it's cost of living. I know during COVID, we encourage a lot of people who are now working remotely. Like you can move, you can explore different places. But whatever the reason is for your move, the first thing you have to do, you have to understand your current monthly expenses. How much money do you pay to live now? Like without you understanding that, you will not understand how much you can afford to pay in this new place. And this is one of the things that people really struggle with. Like people have no idea how much it costs them to live. Like no clue. Like jokers get on the phone with us lying all day. About Monthly expenses budgets. are 2500 yeah. I know I live in San okay. Francisco. Okay. With two kids. So here's how you know people are lying. All right. This is how we know. Listen, if you feel judged, then so be it. But like people will say my budget is $2,500 a month, but their income is $7,000 a month. That would imply that they've got nearly $5,000 a month that they can save. 
but they've got no savings and they've got credit card debt. $300 saved, $20,000 in credit card debt. Like you ain't living on the 2,500. I hate to tell you that. Like you're living on significantly more than that. So that first step of understanding your current monthly expenses in preparation for a move, I think is key. Yeah, and what could help is by creating a budget. So maybe creating a budget before the move would be super, super helpful. One, it'll help you identify again how you currently spend so that you can then realize what you can allocate towards your new future move, your new future home. Facts. The next thing you have to consider is the cost of living. This is a reason why a lot of people are moving just in general. It's just because they feel like it costs less to move somewhere else. Back in the great uh, migration of Blacks to Atlanta. Um, <laughs> is that over? <laughs> everybody was moving because they were like, oh, I can get a house for dirt cheap. Not realizing you had to be 45 miles outside of the Atlanta city limits um, in order to afford one of those homes. But they were thinking about the cost of living. If you're moving from like a major city to a smaller place, then great. You probably are going to have less cost of living. But if you are moving to a larger city, if you're moving to a more urban area, I'm essentially going from the suburbs to an urban area. But the cost of living for me is fairly similar, but you have to be mindful of that. And so it's not just how much you're going to pay in lodging. Is your gas more? Is your day-to-day expenses more? What's your commute look like for work? Does food cost more? It's a variety of different things. Are you going to be taking advantage of more social activities that are going to cost you more money. A lot of times you don't know exactly how much the cost of living is or the cost comparison is. You just guess, you just assume. There are online platforms or online calculators that'll help you. You can go to NerdWallet or something called Numbio, N-U-M-B-E-O, that'll help you compare the cost of living in different cities. Yeah, why not visit too? Visit the city and see what it's like. Okay. I feel like that was, if you... If you haven't visited the city, don't move. I don't, I hopefully, hopefully you have visited, you've explored, you know, you want to live there. You know, you might be moving for a job. Even if the job is encouraging you to move there, please go visit first, check it out. Um, I have a ton of experience in Washington, D.C. So this move for me feels super, super comfortable. I know the area. I have a lot of friends in the area. Haven't you moved to cities that you didn't live in before and you hadn't necessarily visited, like for work, like you've had to move to Miami and L.A. and places that you've probably been, yeah, but like been. not in the context of I'm about to live here. Correct. Right. So I've never moved to a city that I've never been to before. But yeah, I hadn't had a lot of time to prepare for what living there would be like before moving. Yeah, That's I, very I had true. to move to Chicago for work for a couple months and um, I had never been to Chicago. At all? Not until that day that I showed up. and Alan's Wallen. Yeah. So sometimes. How'd that work out? It was good. It's a good city until it gets cold until, you know, like September is great. Like November, like get me out of Chicago. Okay. Good to know. Okay. The most obvious thing, kind of the big, big ticket item, you got to find a place to live, Mm -hmm. right? So when you're moving to these places and you consider cost of living, one of the number one things you consider is rent, mortgage, whatever the case is, how much does it cost for me to have a place to lay my head? If you already have a home and you're selling your home, there's a lot of preparation that you need to do, right? So first you got to talk with your real estate agent before the move, because there's a lot of complexities to getting your house on the market. It takes time for your house to sell. You have to think about what your transition is going to look like. Are you going to be able to move and cover your mortgage until your house sells? Do you need to sell your house first before you can move? Um, Are you going to be renting somewhere else? Again, does that play? How does that expense play into the sale of the house? Are you going to keep the house? Maybe you're going to rent it out. Airbnb it. Maybe you plan on going back and forth, but you need to take these things into consideration 
and kind of engage the people that you need to engage, whether it's a real estate agent or Airbnb or a property manager to make the decision around where the money's going to come from for you to be able to afford where you're moving to. So I plan on Airbnb your house in Jersey. Um, <laughs> I'll give you 25% of the money I make. Okay. That's not an option okay. at all. So I already set it up. Like, how can you set it up? You can't even get in my house. Yeah. Well, Just taking pictures of the outside. Well, Just selling pictures of the outside through the windows. Listen, you know, I was able to tap into your security cameras to get photos of the inside and people are loving it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they are. Yeah. So when it came time to finding a home for you, a lot of people get realtors, um, a lot of people try to do it on their own. Like, what was your technique? Yeah, so I've always been a find it on my own type of person. Um, and that's just because I'm super particular. I'm super picky. And so I would probably be a realtor's nightmare, to be honest with you. Even the house that I have now, I have fired two realtors before finding it myself. You're a nightmare for more than just realtors. That's not true. That's not true. So I found the place um, where I'm moving to on my own. I am keeping my house in Jersey. Um, I'm renting in DC because again, I don't know how permanent of a move this is. I'm trying something out. Um, so I'm renting in DC and even that me finding my place, finding the apartment, that was me just doing a ton of searching. I know not for you, but isn't there value in finding a realtor? Like when you're moving, especially if you don't know an area and you've got a pretty good idea of what you're looking for, like having someone that's like a local expert is probably one thousand percent. Again, my personality just doesn't suit it. And also, as you mentioned, we spend so much time in DC. Like I definitely feel very, very comfortable. I will say this, like I didn't know all the areas. The way that I started the process was just determining the areas that I knew that I liked. I'm sure there were plenty that I didn't know about that would have also been great. But I identified the areas that I knew that I liked, and I just looked for places in those areas. Again, though, I do think a realtor is so useful. And sometimes people think you can only use a realtor if you're buying or selling, but they are also super helpful when renting as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And then some markets are different too. Like New York City, you got to find a place like that week. Oh my God. So I've rented in New York City before. There's also different fees associated with renting in New York City. If you use a real estate agent, you have to pay a broker's fee on an apartment. And that is 10% of the total year's rent. You have to pay that upfront. And so that that's another thing that you have to think about depending on the market. Are you renting from an individual? Or are you moving into a building? There's a variety of things that you want to consider when moving, whether you're renting or buying. If you are buying, that's an even bigger conversation because there are different rules around buying. There are different things you need to consider. And again, especially around the transaction itself, do you need to sell your home in order to buy a new home? Because if so, there's going to be a weird transition period from you having a place to live and not having a place to live for a period of time. Mm. Yeah, I've only moved one time, so... <laughs> it almost killed me too. And you didn't leave the state. I didn't leave the town. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot to think about, especially when it comes to home. The next major thing, job. Mm. Are you working? No. No? <laughs> I would prefer not to. You would prefer not to? Well, um, when it comes to people moving, oftentimes it's for work, whether they have a new job or they want to explore different opportunities. It's to move for work. Whatever it is, you need to assess it. There are a variety of different ways you can go about this. So one, maybe you're already at a company and they're asking you to move. If they're asking you to move, they usually cover a lot of the expenses. They help with all the moving costs. They help with a moving and living stipend. And they provide you resources to find a place. 
If that's not the case and you are, you know, asking to move like, hey, can I relocate to one of your other offices? They might not be so lenient because they didn't initiate the move. But again, they probably still have resources that they would share with you in order to make sure your move goes well. As long as you're staying with the company and they like you as an employee. If you're a trash employee, they're probably like, you know what? We were going to let you go anyway. Hmm. Now, maybe you're not staying with the same employer, right? Which means you don't have their support. And the plan is I'm quitting my job and I'm going to go down there and find a new job. Hmm. That's cute if that's what you want to do. And I get that. Like maybe you're moving to a market that has more opportunities that you are looking for that interests you. Please have a plan. Either get the job before you move and kind of put something on paper. We've done shows about employers taking their job offers back before people get started. Mm -hmm. So make sure you feel comfortable about it. Maybe you can even start early remotely um, so that you know you are in the job and you're kind of in the swing of things. But if you are moving so that you can find a new job, please be prepared with a savings. We always talk about having emergency savings, but you're definitely going to need one if you don't have a damn job. Yeah, and a lot of people do move because they're working remotely and they could live anywhere. So why not pick somewhere that's affordable, that you enjoy, that maybe where you've got some family or friends and you could do it from anywhere. So why do it in this cramped apartment in New York City when you can be in sunny Nebraska? There you go. You nice and sunny Nebraska. And to your point, right, like if you're working remotely or not, right, like with my move, it doesn't have an impact on my job status, but you do need to account for time. Do you need some time to actually move? Do you need to take the week off? Like, what do you need to think about to get your internet set up? Do you have all the resources that you're going to need? One thing for me that was a big factor in finding a place to live is co-working space. I did not want to move into a building that did not have co-working space so that I could have meetings um, so that there was a conference room in case the entire team was in town. But that was super important to me. So you want to be mindful of the things that you're going to need, even if your job isn't going to be interrupted. You know, a trend I'm starting to see like more and more, it's folks working more than one remote full-time job. Is that illegal? I don't think so. I mean, if you don't tell, it's like cheating. I don't Some know. Mistress. I don't know if they're telling or what, but I, I've come up on like multiple people. Like we do our calls, like folks can go to our website, momentum-advisors.com for financial advice. And um, we're seeing multiple people especially in IT. That's what I was going to say, IT for sure. Working multiple remote jobs and making it work. Yeah, so I don't work in IT, so I can't do multiple of these If jobs. I find out you out here, <laughs> moonlighting. If I'm at Momentum and JP Morgan, how you going to feel about that? Oh, it's done. No. <laughs> <laughs> On site. On site? Okay, got you. That's First, I'm fighting JP Morgan. All of, all of them? Yeah, all of them. Just J, yep. JP himself. J Pierpoint, all of them. All of John Pierpoint Morgan, yes. Okay. I'm sure he's dead, but it's fine. It, okay, no worries. But yeah, to your point, again, a lot of people are doing that. You know, if you are working remotely, you really do have the freedom to kind of decide where you want to live and what makes sense for your wealth creation plan and your own personal health. Yeah. Back in the day, my wife moved to LA with no job prospects. How'd that go? It was tough for a minute. Like she found stuff eventually, but like she just wanted to be in LA. She was from california they had moved to maryland and she wanted to go back she wanted to try a new city it, it's possible to make it work but you know it's good when you've got a network of people in that city like she found some friends from morgan that she connected with and how long did she stay uh probably like two three years that's a meaningful that's a meaningful yeah. amount of time and uh yeah we dated long distance for a while when we reconnected but it was crazy some of her living situations were nuts like she was living with roommates and like really like not great setups. So 
planning is probably a little bit better. Facts. 100%. So again, if you are moving to a new city with no job, please make sure you have money saved. If you're like, yo, a couple of my friends said I could couch search until I figure something out. I'm telling you, it's going to be horrible. But also for women, like dudes that think that they're going to help you get a job, sometimes they're really just trying to get at you. Wait, so I'm sorry. They, you need to make that announcement. So you're saying that women are being enticed to move to new cities because men no, are saying, I'm saying like, I got a job for you. Cause that sounds like pimping. Listen, I'm just saying, be look into it, do the research. Okay. Background check. Ladies, get your own job. Okay. <laughs> you got to get your own job regardless of what these dudes are talking about. But again, if you do move to a new city without a job in hopes that, listen, I know the job market is high. I know there are a lot of prospects. I got a lot of feelers out there. Again, plan appropriately. If the plan is going to be, I'm couch surfing with my friends or, you know, I got some family members out there who are going to let me stay. Guarantee those aren't going to be your friends no more after you get to couch surfing. So you want to make a plan for you to be able to be comfortable employed and thriving in your new city we have a lot to talk about mm -hmm. um so stick with us i'm tiffany hawkins and with momentum advisors with linkedin jobs we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. So we're back. Yes. We are talking about moving. I had to find out on air. Oh my God. My partner Alan moving not... across the country. First, what? I'm not moving across the country. I'm moving down the turnpike, first of all. And you did not have to find out on air. Yeah. But I am moving. And so we are talking about what it takes to move. I have moved a number of times from city to city, from coast to coast. And y'all, if y'all don't want Tiffany to move, just start a petition mm -hmm. on Twitter. Okay. And if we get a thousand votes... She said that she will stay. I never said that. And y'all not even about to vote. First of all, most of y'all are in the DMV area. So I'll see y'all soon. Oh, no, this might go the opposite way. <laughs> they vote for you to move. They vote and then for, I have I to I about to say, they're going to vote for you to move. I thought about living in the DMV also, like years ago, when we first started opening stores. Yeah. But Jersey's just home, yo. My parents are there. Like, I made them not move to North Carolina because I held their grandkids hostage. And I said, they'll never see you again. And so they stayed in Jersey. So I can't be a hypocrite. They moved. trifling so. ass child for doing yeah. that. Well, but it keep, worked. Keep it a buck, right? Like, wouldn't you see value in being able to live in both places? I've always shared that my goal was to live in both places. Yeah. No, my dream is to have, like, homes in multiple places for sure and like dc could be one of them maybe whatever i don't know if there's enough room in dc for both of us though it's enough room <laughs> in the small town that we live in for both of us i don't know it's plenty of room for both of us in dc we would do great in dc there's a new sheriff in town when you're there what? like I'm and i'm need... the sheriff <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> all right other really really big things that you need to think about when it comes to a move is income tax I think no one thinks about these things. First of all, income tax is different from state to state. There are states that have no income tax. Mm -hmm. I know y'all might not be aware of that. They are Alaska, Florida. Florida's not looking too bad all of a sudden. Nevada, New Hampshire, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, the state of Washington, and Wyoming. 
these states do not have income tax. So that might be. But you got to live in these places. <laughs> well, <laughs> so Texas actually probably not too much. kind of fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? I haven't heard too much about New Hampshire um, or Wyoming, but. I feel like these are places where, I hate to say it, but I think white folks are trying to get away from black people when they go to places like this. Facts. But we're coming. <laughs> It's now, on the podcast. Especially now. now that you know you don't pay any income tax. And so that may be something you need to factor into your cost of living. Maybe you can afford a little bit more or you can think different about your housing costs because you're not going to be paying income tax. There are other states that just have a flat rate income tax. I like this. Do you? With a flat rate, everybody pays the same rate no matter how much you make. In percentage terms, not like everybody just pays $50. Facts, okay. right? So it's a percentage. It's a percentage based on your income. But some people love that. Some people don't. So those states are Arizona, Colorado, Idaho, Illinois, shout out to Chicago, Indiana, Kentucky, Michigan, Mississippi, mm. North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Utah. Mm. So they just picked a number, picked a percentage, and that's what it is. And everybody's just going to pay that percentage. So there's no bracket. We're so used to, at least in New Jersey, we're used to an income bracket. And you pay based on your bracket. And the more money you make, the more money you pay. Well, these states are like, listen, we don't even, we're not even about to be in your business like that. Everybody just, you know, just break us off the same percentage. Okay. They got that Kentucky Fried Chicken yes. out there in Kentucky, though. Like, can have we you, talk about that? Have you ever landed at Kentucky Airport? I've never been to Kentucky okay, before. So. <laughs> <laughs> they got an airport out there. That sounds nice. So that show is nice. Oh my gosh! So of course, there's an airport. When you land at Kentucky Airport, it's called Kentucky. The whole state has one airport. No, it's gotta have I don't know one. what the name of the airport. The main one. <laughs> the main one. Where? In what city is it? In the main, the capital. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Which is what? Kentucky Kentucky Mm -hmm. in the capital of Kentucky is the airport um, called Kentucky Airport Kentucky International Airport okay it's like we got New Jersey Airport and New York Airport Mm -hmm. DC Airport okay yes I got you so when you get to the airport when you get out of the airport like literally like a mile or two out of the airport at least the last time I was there there was a huge Kentucky fried chicken billboard and it's like in homage to mr kentucky fried chicken every time my mom sees those commercials with the old school like the actor playing the like old one, the white like colonel sanders yeah she just feels like he's so racist like he just looks racist but has it stopped her from eating the chicken not really and well do we believe white people could cook chicken like that like with all the seasonings like that well you know he stole the recipe from a black person then we need to change the face yeah it needs to be two people up there yeah the white man and the, and I'm sure it was a black woman who seasoned that chicken. And the capital of Kentucky is Frankfurt. Is that where you... That's not where the what? airport is. <laughs> that's, not, that's not where the airport is. I'm almost positive the airport is not there. Okay. But wherever it's at, there is an homage to Kentucky Fried Chicken. I don't even know how we got to this because we're talking about yeah, income, talking tax. income taxes in different states. And like, you know, the appeal of some of these places might be what's on the menu. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. There you go. So you want to understand the income tax in the place that you're moving to because it is going to have an impact on your overall take-home net Hey, so if you're used to taking home a certain amount and you're just banking your budgeting on that number, it might be higher or lower based on the income tax that is now going to be coming out of your check. Yeah. So if you're moving from Florida to New Jersey, you're going to be, you're going to be, you're going, you're definitely going to move back. Yeah. You're definitely not saying it's just more expensive and your tax bill just went up. Facts. So that is something to consider in your move. But again, if you're like, listen, I'm moving regardless. I've already made a decision. At least try to figure out what your income tax would be so that you can budget accordingly. 
There's also people that game the system. They say I live in Florida for 186 days or whatever they're required to maintain that no state income tax thing. So, you know, be creative as you figure it out. Be creative. Also be mindful just because you don't pay income tax doesn't mean that that money's not going to come out somewhere else. It might come up in higher property taxes, real estate taxes. So it might still be more to live there, but you want to understand what those decisions are. There are also major cities that have a city tax. So New York City has a separate city tax in addition to New York State. Washington, D.C. also unfortunately has a city tax in addition to whatever else you pay. Sales tax. So your income taxes might have just First of all, I live in New Jersey. Do you? (laughs) So the IRS is listening. Hey, and my house where I pay the mortgage and property taxes is in New Jersey. I don't know about that. So shout out to me. But you're earning income in the district of Columbia within the city limits. If you go to momentum-advisor.com, our offices. Hold on, but you got a co-working space for the office to- I don't have a co-working space. For all the workers. There is a co-working space in the building in which I reside. you said is your office, correct? (laughs) (laughs) You know you done messed up, right? I also have a gym there. It doesn't mean I have a gym membership. So that's what it is. Other taxes are sales tax. So when you're thinking about your cost of living, the cost of food, clothing, just regular purchases, what's the sales tax? It's different from state to state. There are a few states that have no sales tax. That's Alaska, Delaware, Montana, New Hampshire, and Oregon. New Hampshire is killing them out here with the taxes. What taxes? We don't believe in tax. (laughs) But these are states that don't have any sales tax. So again, as you're buying groceries, as you're buying clothes, that makes a difference. I will tell you, I am having sticker shock with the time that I've been spending in the DMV area. New Jersey, we have sales tax. We don't have sales tax on clothing and footwear. So when- But also on groceries, there's no sales tax. Tax. So me going into grocery stores or clothing stores and looking at the price tag and that not being the price when I get to the register has been a bit alarming for me. Mm. Come on back. <laughs> Yo, we're standing here with open arms. Oh I'm just saying. I live in both places. Matter of fact, let me know when you're coming. I'll reserve time at the house that I'm renting. Oh my God. Renting out on your behalf. That doesn't count at all. But again, your cost of living will be impacted. You need to understand your sales tax rate because it is going to have an impact with every purchase that you make. Now, the big thing is paying for the actual move. Lord, I'm Lord, a Lord. pro at this. Lord. I do this when it comes to paying for an actual move. So first things first, you got to determine if you are doing the move or not. Is it a DIY move or are you hiring professionals? I have a strong belief. If you are over the age of 32 years old, you should no longer be doing your own move. Reason being, your back and your knees cannot support it. But if you a fine woman <laughs> with male suitors, Facts. then you could do it. Well, not DIY, but they do it. Right. Uh, how do you call that? What's that? DIY. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Even if you're over 32, if you fine and you got dudes on you, have them move your stuff so, all together. I'm... <laughs> In fact. <laughs> so, Alan, I, I, I think so. I'm not I'm not going to self-proclaim myself as fine. But what I will say is I have done such a thing. I've done such a thing Shameful. where I had all the men that I was dating and stopped dating come together mm. to help me move. Yeah. It And I, you know, as women, this was they're competing. No they're way. like trying to carry seven boxes at a time. <laughs> well, I'm going to get eight boxes. <laughs> Listen, it, it was a uh, it was a communal evening. I provided the food. <laughs> 
I provided great music and company. I'm just picturing at the end of the day, everyone's trying to be the last man standing. Facts. Like Facts. no one's going yeah. home. Yeah, no one. Yeah, everyone's standing around. Like, let me help you. You want? You need help unpacking. So did you dismiss everyone at a certain time? Like, who got to stay? Like, not even. I'm not. I might even consider posting this. So what I did was, we were moving my stuff out of my apartment into a storage unit, and so. I just ended the night at the storage unit for everybody and I made them take a group picture. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. <laughs> so, I would never want to be in this predicament, let alone the photograph. Yeah, I do have the photograph to this day. It's not terrible. Um, it was the cheapest move I've ever had. But again, you have to consider if you're doing a DIY move, if you're going to do this yourself. Again, it's still not free. You still have to rent a truck. You still have to get boxes. There are a variety of things, but it does save you money. I am not a DIY mover anymore. I will tell you I have a history of solid DIY moves. There's a story about me riding down a highway with a mattress on top of my car, holding mm-hmm. it with my hand. There's a variety of DIY moves it's I've done. I, <laughs> I swear by them, but not anymore. So my last move prior to this move, I didn't even pack my own stuff. I definitely hired movers to pack and to move all of my items. Best money I ever spent. I literally sat in my living room on my computer and did work while everything around me got properly packed up and moved. That is a bit more expensive. You're also paying for them to pack as well. But, but you also had to, didn't you get like storage on site because you couldn't move in yet because your house was under construction? Right. So what I did was I moved out of my apartment and I put a storage pod in the yard of my new home that was under construction. What that did was I didn't have to do two moves. So everything got moved out of my apartment into the storage pod that was just sitting in the middle of my yard while we were going through construction. And so when my house was available, we literally just opened the pod up and moved everything in the house. Yeah, movers come out twice. Yes, I had movers come out twice. What do you think the last move cost you? Ballpark. Total, it was around $3,500 for both both portions of the move. Because my move was about that. Yeah. And, and I had a lot of stuff. When you and do, I did not do a storage pod. Like I moved straight from one house to the next. And it was exhausting. Because, you know, for dudes, like you're getting involved. That's you're probably I'm still packing, to be honest with you. Like I didn't have my movers pack my stuff. I packed my own stuff. Yeah. They packed all my stuff, moved it. And for both days, it was around $3,500. The other really great benefit of having movers is, especially if you have them pack and or unpack. You have them packed. They provide all the packing tools, the boxes, the plastic, the wrapping. So you don't have to worry about that. Lord, I went to Home Depot 1,000 times buying boxes. It's expensive buying boxes. Yeah. Also, if you have them unpacked, they take all the trash out with you. So that whole cleanup after the move and you're you know, tying boxes, breaking boxes down and doing all that, they take all that stuff out of your house as well. But I've heard of moves that cost like $10,000 or more, especially if you're moving across the country, if you've got vehicles to move like i've got a friend that moved from texas to dc and the car alone was like probably a thousand dollars and so the car alone may cost a thousand dollars but i will tell you this is a little tip of mine you ship so youship.com is a website where people who are already traveling across country are traveling from one place to another will create space on their trucks on their 18 wheelers to pick up your stuff and drop it off and charge you a fraction of the price i've moved a variety of things from you ship i've just moved just a piece of furniture like i bought a piece of furniture somewhere else and i need to get it to me and there's a tractor trailer coming from atlanta to wherever you go on youship.com it's literally like ebay it's a marketplace you just bid and you say listen i, I got a hundred dollars on it maybe like lining up 150 bet cool i'll take it they'll come by your house pick your stuff up bring it down so i've done a move when i moved from 
um, New Jersey to Atlanta, I did it that way. My stuff was sitting in storage. And when I was ready to retrieve it, I found somebody on UShip who was already driving to Atlanta anyway. Now, the only thing is you have to be flexible on the days. Like he's like, listen, I'm not coming till Tuesday. So if you need your stuff on Sunday, you're short. But if you're flexible on time, you go to uship.com, find somebody who's already heading in your direction, who has room on their truck. They'll charge you a couple hundred dollars to pick it up and drop it off. And it saves you a lot of money. So if you're down to pack your own stuff, but you don't want to move it or you're moving cross country, you can consider you ship. So you've moved a lot more than me. You've probably used movers more than me. Like what advice would you give on picking the right movers? So really great point. First things first, depends on where you're moving. If you're moving into a building, I'm moving into a high rise. They require a certificate of insurance. So you can't just have a homeboys come and help you move. You need a moving company that will provide a certificate of insurance. Reason being, they don't want you tearing up their walls and their elevator. Um, so one, you might need to find out if they have a certificate of insurance. This is how I pick my movers every single time. I'm not going to hold you. Thumbtack. Thumbtack.com or the app Thumbtack. I go in there. I create a profile for the move that I'm making. I'm moving from this place to this place. I got this much stuff. This is when I need it to happen. And people immediately respond and they send you quotes and proposals. You don't have to do any of the work. Are they moving companies or moving is it I'm companies. asking them? It's both. Really, it's both. They have an area for local moves or long distance moves, but it's everybody who is set up on Thumbtack. So it's my man's in them and it's professional moving companies. And you can decide who to go with, with upfront pricing, understanding how much it's going to cost. And you can do the transaction in the app to give you extra insurance that you're not about to get got. If stuff gets broken and you've got a professional moving company, is there like insurance that? Exactly. So their insurance covers that. And so you are not liable for those incidences. But if you go with my man's in them, you're just going to have to take that L. So that's something that you also want to consider. Like, ah, you sure that scratch wasn't there? Here's the other thing. Oftentimes, larger moving companies, the more official ones, are less expensive for a long-term move. My man's in them. In order for them to move you across country or along the coast, it's a greater expense for them. And they're going to charge you. They're going to tax you for every part of that move. But larger moving companies already have the resources for things like that. And it'll end up costing you a little bit less. So it's other things that you need to consider. Other ways to save money when you're working with like a professional mover is picking your date. If you pick a Monday or a Friday, or if you pick the first or the 31st, those are peak days. You're going to pay peak pricing. If you can move on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, if you can move later in the afternoon and not first thing in the morning, if you can move middle of the month, you're likely to get a discount or save some money on the cost of the move. You're moving like the end of the month or beginning of the month? The first. Wow. <laughs> Throw all the advice out. But I've done it a variety of different ways. The other last tip I'll give on hiring or paying for movers is to Alan's point where he brought up, if you don't mind chipping in, I will tell you this. Once I pay for movers, I'm not lifting a damn thing. Um, so I don't help. But if you're willing to help, just pick up a couple of items. Oftentimes you're getting charged per hour. So you're just cutting down on the amount of time the move is going to take. And so unless you're playing a flat rate, if you're paying a flat rate, let them have it. But if you can help a little bit, if you got an older teenage son who could help a little bit, it'll probably save you some money. It'll cut back on the hours that you'll need the mover. The one thing I really enjoy is watching movers move incredibly heavy stuff like pianos and, you know, 
treadmills and ellipticals like that's what they get paid the big bucks for i don't help with those items listen i'm not helping you move a scarf a cup or any of the things because i've paid my money now we're past the move other things you need to consider when moving do you need to buy a car if you're moving from like a major metropolitan area like new york city or dc where there's public transportation if you're moving from there to the suburbs it might now be time for you to buy a car public transportation is not going to be as prevalent Include that into your cost of living, having a car, car insurance. A lot of New Yorkers don't even know how to drive. Do you need to learn how to drive to be able to move? Mm. Another thing you have to think about if you have a family, childcare and education. Where are your kids going to go to school? Mm. Who, are they going to go to school? Who going to watch them badass kids? <laughs> right? Like these are things you need to think about. I know for a lot of people, a lot of people move just based off of the school system. Mm-hmm. So I know that's something that you need to consider. There are platforms that you can look for. There's neighborhoodscout.com, greatschools.org. But before you move, please figure out where your child is going to go to school. Um, And if there isn't a strong public school system and you're now planning to pay for private school, that's an expense that you need to consider before you actually make that move, especially if you're coming from a great school system where you're not paying for private school and now you're going to ramp that money up. Yeah, and in particular, if you've got two or more kids, like there's really a lot of savings on picking an area where they can go to public school because you've only paid your property taxes once, but you get to send two, three, four, five kids to school without having to pay anything extra versus having three kids and having to send them all to private school. You're paying that times three. First of all, if you got two, three, four, five kids, you don't need to be moving. <laughs> you need to stay where you are. <laughs> you're doing too much. <laughs> That's so racist. Why can't they move? They can move too. This is for kids. everyone. If you have five kids, I mean, you you can move. Listen, if you got the money, you can do whatever you want to do. But can I tell you, my wife still wants more kids. It's crazy. Like you definitely can't move. We're done with the kids. You definitely can't move, and you definitely can't move to DC now. Not with not yeah. with a Alan. You with a newborn? Not happening. I couldn't even imagine one in college and a newborn. You'd be crying all the time. I'd be seventy years old at graduation. Like who, like who brought Uncle Ben's out here? <laughs> I at least know you have enough money to pay for college by that point, for mm. sure. <laughs> I think I don't have enough now. I mean, Thank you. You do. You clearly got it with Mr. NYU. Mm. But I'm just saying, by that point, you should be well into the retirement. Yeah. You just gotta I be, be raising grandkids and kids at the same time. There's got to be a savings to be over 75 years old paying for college. I will say this. I learned this from our client base. If you are at the social security age and your kids are under like 14 years old, you get a check for them. Like if you're getting social security, the kids get social security. And social security pays for their college. <laughs> that, no, that, that does not happen. But you could use some of the money, I'm sure, for whatever you want. Something to think about. Yeah. Add these kids at a later age. Listen, Don't, you're making a good listen. You're, listen, you're making a good case right now. Nothing wrong with being 55 and pregnant. Yeah. So go ahead and get them eggs frozen. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> we have more to talk about. We're talking about how to move, how to make a financially responsible move. And there are more things that we need to share. So stick with us. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we're the Momentum Advisors. It's the pathway to Thank you so much for listening to the Momentum Advisors Show. This is Sean King, founder and CEO of the North Star. If you want to hear more shows like this, 
featuring black and brown voices on the most important issues of the day, head over right now to thenorthstar.com to discover all the podcasts we have to offer. We have over 500 different episodes from six different podcast series, and they're all great. Check them out. So we're back. Yes. I'm moving. Yeah, yeah. You've told us at this point. Yeah, I'm moving. You could have told me earlier, by the way, but go on. Already. Whatever. Um, We're talking about. I'm moving to. Where? Jamaica. Oh, my gosh. Alan, you're not moving to Jamaica. You don't even like spicy food. (laughs) Whatever. That is not true. That's the first Cut that for an episode. All right. Other things you have to consider during the move is your health insurance. If you're with your employer and you're staying with your employer, they're going to cover whatever the costs are probably for whatever the shift is. But if you're self-employed or you pay for your own insurance, you have to notify them and it is going to change your pop You have to notify them and it is going to change your health insurance. You might have to get a different provider. It might go up. It might go down based off of whatever rates are associated with that area. So even my kid going to college one state away, we had to get a whole new health plan for him. Like it was really the same insurance. Just we had to add a multi-state option just for him. They have a special thing just for college students where they've got coverage wherever they end up going. So moving to a different state absolutely impacts your health insurance. How much was the change in cost? I don't think it costs anything. But we just had to add this option in. I really, I mean, look, it may have cost something. I don't know. I, the thing is, I don't really pay attention <laughs> to all of these things like I should. Yeah. So I haven't switched my health insurance yet, but I'm a little nervous. I'm, I'm pretty sure that the world believes it's going to be a little bit more expensive to live in Washington, D.C. versus the suburbs of New Jersey. Yeah. Jersey also has like different subsidies and things that I don't think D.C. has. But we're going to find out because I need, I need that good health insurance that I already pay way too much money for. Um, you have to factor in the cost of your travel and commute. So you are moving to a new place, but you're not moving into the damn office building. Is your commute longer or shorter? What's the gas associated with that? Are you taking public transportation? Again, these are just small things you need to consider into your cost of living. Or during the move, maybe you're going back and forth. Mm. You know, you're closing out things with your old boo thing in the old town <laughs> while also got your new thing working in the new town. And you might have to commute back and forth a little bit. Planes off, and trains. You closing know? off things in the old town. You have you could do that virtually. You don't need to go back. No, but you gotta, you know. You're just, ending it. Just circle the block one time. <laughs> you know? They gotta wait till the holidays <laughs> at that point. But I'm saying that like let's say you've got family that you need to go back to visit more. Yeah. Right? Like if you move to DC and your mom's living in Jersey, like so Alan makes a really good point. You do want to factor in the cost of traveling back home back home or back to this place. So to Alan's point, I plan on being in both places. I will be back in New Jersey on a monthly basis. That's already baked into my budget. That's already actually labeled on my calendar. The various weekends that I'll be back home, that doesn't factor in big meetings. Like if we have a big meeting or if someone back home has a major event, I will be back home for that. So yeah, is it gas? Is it a train ticket? Is it a major flight? You want to be mindful of the cost associated. Cruise. A cruise? It's a cruise Maybe. to get back home? It could, I mean, for some. Yeah, okay. Well, Someone's cruising. Okay, well, I'm not <laughs> cruising. And so it's gas and turnpike, uh, or it might be the train, but you want to factor in those costs. But what it's going to cost for you to get back home, whether it's for family reasons or personal reasons. Another big thing, you got to evaluate the emotional cost. Mm. Can I tell you something? Please. I'm nervous as shit about this move. Yeah, how so? I'm terrified. 
Like this wasn't something that I planned. This is not something that I You did plan it. You the whole show is how you planned your move. No, it's not. This is not something. Three months ago, I wasn't moving to DC. Uh, you know, uh, earlier this year, I wasn't moving to DC. This wasn't on my mind. I've never even talked about moving to DC. I've talked about moving to Maryland. So, like, <laughs> are you ready for this move? Are you ready to be away from your people and the things that you're most comfortable with? Um, you know, are you ready to start over in a variety of different areas? Are you ready to try to make new friends or again, find a new community that serves you? I'm sure even for people who hate where they live, there are certain things about that place that you like. You like your gym, you like your grocery store, you might lo- like the local Chinese food spot. Like, are you ready to make that emotional change? Are you prepared for that? Do you have anxiety? So you need to evaluate the emotional cost. And oftentimes, Emotional costs do translate into financial costs, whether you're coping by going out all the time or now you're spending more money at bars and, and social engagements because you're trying to make new friends. How is this going to play on on who you are as a person in your mental health? Mm. You might need some counseling now. Okay, <laughs> maybe. You know, factor um, that in. Add that to the list. Yeah. You know, also your family might try to guilt trip you anyway. So they might try to make you feel guilty about the fact that you're Just because making- I launched a survey on Twitter to get you to stay doesn't mean I want you to feel guilty. Yeah. Okay. Change isn't easy um, in any way, shape or form, whether you want it or not, or whether you feel like it's something that you need to do. And so it, you have to be honest. Like it, I'm, I know I am nervous as shit. The other day, um, I had the my tenant onboarding. They did a tenant really? onboarding. It's a classy establishment you're moving into. It's pretty fun, okay? Um, and the tenant onboarding was just like, here, here are your common spaces, but like also like here's how you literally how you use your oven. Here's how to use your you know microwave. Because they know you've never cooked That's before. That's not true. I cook my ass off. But it's a new building also. And so it has a lot of upgraded amenities. And so just making sure you know how to utilize they call it them. Tenant onboarding. Tenant onboarding. Yeah. And so in going. We need to have a podcast listener onboarding. That's a really good point. Yeah. Okay. Things like here's how to, to prepare know. for our podcast. I like Before this. you listen to the podcast. We're going to do that. Okay. We're going to do that. Like <laughs> Tiffany curses a lot. Like That's get not- used to it. Okay. <laughs> Alan likes every episode will burst out in the song from time to time. And sure. it won't put actually that, sound like the song. It won't sound like it'll the sound song. Just like the song. You'll be like, oh, it's a live but it'll be singing. Performance too. <laughs> Not at all. Um I'm about to get a record deal behind all this. Okay. Yes, at Momentum Records. <laughs> Feel free to write up your own deal. I'll sign <laughs> off on it. Not a problem. But again. I was doing my tenant onboarding and like during the onboarding of like, here's your microwave. I almost burst into tears. My microwave. Oh my God. Honestly, it made me think about my microwave back home. I don't eat no hot pockets, but it's just the change. It's a lot. It's a lot that I'm moving away from. It's a lot that I'm moving towards and a lot of it, I don't even know. So you got to evaluate your emotional costs. Um, I would say you live in the DC area, hit me up. Shout me out. You know, maybe we can grab a drink. That's not true. Y'all know I'm not doing that. Uh, so mm. y'all stay where y'all so at. Inviting. I'm going to stay where I'm at. <laughs> so welcoming. We didn't talk about this, but I'm sure there's furniture to buy and like Listen. all kinds of things. Like you probably are Listen. replicating your whole life again. If we're going to put my business in the street, let's go ahead and do it. So the furniture purchases that have been happening for this new apartment, because as I mentioned, I'm leaving my home as is. I will be going back and forth. I need my home. I'm not renting it out. I'm not Airbnb. 
Um, so I did not take a stitch of furniture um, whatsoever. And I had to buy all new furniture for all new place, which is fun, right? Like it's like super exciting to create a new space, but it costs money. Literally this morning, I like had to have a come to Jesus conversation with myself around the TVs. Do I need a TV in the bedroom? Because the building that I'm moving into you're not allowed to hang your own TVs. They have to hang them for you. And there's a cost associated with that. And so I need to know up front if I'm gonna have just one TV or two TVs. Like, and now I'm like, am I about to break the bank over some TVs? So there's a cost that's associated with furniture, creating the space. Not You're not just moving into a furnished home. Like now you have a home, whether you buy or rent, now you have to create a space that you love. Now, if you're moving your furniture, that's great. But a lot of people, if they're moving, they don't want to bring all their old stuff. Facts. Like it's a chance to upgrade. Like Facts. I don't want to just bring old stuff to the new place. Like a lot of people get maybe not a whole new house, but a lot of new pieces. Yeah. So I got a whole new crib. Um, and I'm excited about that. But I will say for people who are not taking their old things, sell them. It's a really, really great way for you to save or make some money. Sell the old furniture, sell the old electronics. Nowadays, I talked about TVs. TVs come a dime a dozen. You're not taking that old TV with you. Go ahead and sell it. You can put that money towards the cost of a new TV. You're not going to make a ton of money, but honestly, it will be meaningful and helpful. One, it'll prevent you from having to move these things. And two, it'll be a little bit of money towards the new things. But you also are good at finding furniture for the low. So what are some of your tips for that? Facts. So I love a good outlet. So I'm moving to DC. There is a crate and barrel outlet in Alexandria, Virginia, like 20 minutes outside the city. If you got a little bit of extra time, you got an hour and 30 minutes, you can go to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. They got the West Elm outlet, the Pottery Barn outlet, another crate and barrel outlet. They have a variety of outlets. So I do get a lot of my furniture from outlets. There's also Leesburg that has the R House outlet and a Williams-Sonoma outlet. When I tell you every piece of furniture, for the most part, I've gotten from an outlet. Um, and no, you don't get it all on the same day. Sometimes you go and you put your name down and let them know, like, listen, I'm looking for a sofa. I'm looking for a bed. Let me know when they come in, what days do they come in? So it's been a lot of visits, but I love every stitch of furniture that I have. And again, I got it all for at least, at least 60% off. And if you have finer taste than the places Tiffany just mentioned. <laughs> Go to some of my places like Freaky Freddy's Furniture <laughs> ex Extravaganza. Okay. A Fairmont. Try that. Try Fairmont. That. A Fairmont. But even the New Jersey area, there's a variety of outlets as well. There are a variety of crate and barrel outlets. I just got an email that they're opening a new crate and barrel outlet in Princeton, New Jersey in September. So always hit up the outlets, look up the outlets. Listen, it, it saves a lot of money. I will also tell you this. So even if you go out of state to buy furniture, they usually have a third party provider that will bring the furniture to you for the low, low. So I went to the Crate and Barrel outlet and the West Elm outlet in Lancaster, bought a gang of furniture. Guess how much it cost for them to bring it to me in DC? $5. Okay. You're bugging. It costs $200. Oh, that's a good price. That's a good price for a mad furniture. If you had to get a mover, move it. Right. And so to your point, that's the opposite of a mover moving it. They can move it directly into your home. They can move into a storage unit or whatever, but $200 and it's a flat fee. So it's not per piece. It's like, all right, since we're coming to DC, this is the price. So it doesn't matter how many pieces it actually is. So again, great way to save money. You're saving money on the actual furniture and the cost to get it there. I'm going to miss you. 
I'm going to miss you. I think I'll get used to it pretty quick, though. First of all, stop lying. <laughs> First of all, stop lying. First of all, you're not going to get used to it. And we're going to see each other all the time, which I am really excited about. I would not have been able well, to. You know what's crazy? There's some people, I don't think it's going to be the case for us, but there's some people where once you move out of state, you see them more. Like my boys that live in Maryland versus when they lived in Jersey. First of all, why don't you think that's going to be us? Because I was already seeing you a lot in Jersey. My point is like, sometimes you have people that live in your close proximity, but you don't see them a lot yeah. because it's not special. But when they move out of town, now you see them more because it's special to come into town or when you're in town, you make an effort for it. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Most of my friends live in the DMV area and I hope that like we still see each other just as much. So far we have. Um, but my hope is that we continue to see each other often because I am more local. But to you, I hope we see each other all the time. I know it won't be every day like we're used to, but... I hope we see each other. I know we'll see each other at least monthly, but I'm hoping that it's a lot more than that. And I am going to miss you also just from seeing your lovely face in the office. And I wish you the best, yo. Well, I'm not dying, Alan. And we're still business that. partners and we're still I'll doing see you all the again. things. Oh my <laughs> I'm going to give you some advice, okay, and guidance oh right now. Okay. We're not going our Both separate ways, ways. Before you cross the street. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Watch out for ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> They're out there lurking. Oh, my God. Either way, um, this is a big deal for me. It's also super scary and super emotional. And again, for you guys have been listening for a while, there's been a lot of change in my life lately, especially with the passing of my father. And I do. One thing I've been thinking about is that I just hope that he blesses this move. This is the first time I've ever moved without his support or without him being there or without him like checking out the spot and like making sure he's cool or giving his feedback. And that has weighed on me heavily also. But I do know he's with me. And I believe that you are with me also, Alan Boomer, as my partner mm-hmm. and to our podcast listeners. So um, if you are going through a move, hopefully some of these tips helped. Maybe there's some things that you didn't think about that you need to think about now because um, it is a big undertaking. And I wish you all nothing but the best. Beautiful. With that said, I'll still be back next week. Well, depends. <laughs> oh my. Go on. For our listeners, we've been taping virtually for the last... <laughs> Two months, whether y'all knew it or not. So it's not a big difference. Our complaints are up 30%. There are no, because we never, oh my God. Our complaints are not up. We don't have complaints. And Start complaining, y'all. Get her to come back. Or get Alan to move. Let's put that petition in. Actually, we're going to put up a poll. Who wants Tiffany to move back to New Jersey? Who wants Alan to move to the DMV? And who needs to mind their business? <laughs> put that on there. We'll be back next week. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we're the Momentum Advisors. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. 
LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.